To live impeccably means to live without sin, but let's face it, we all fall short. However, a life of constantly missing the mark is where we find the chaos, the dysfunction, and we forego all of our results. I am your host, Amanda DiNardo, and I created this podcast as a safe space for you to begin this beautiful quest to live, learn, and lead a simply impeccable life. My friends, how are you today? I know many of you listening are probably in the same boat as me as far as being a mama and sending your kids back off to school and the activities and back to it all, the fall fun that's kind of quickly approaching as we head into this cooler season of the year. It's been a glorious start to this fall season. I think I've mentioned this before. I have committed to just being still and restoring this month. So aside from recording this podcast today, I am going to take myself for a walk. I'm going to sit with God and just listen to him. And like I've even been doing things like turning off the radio in the car, just so many decisions and actions that are in line with that decision that allows me to stay committed so powerful. And that's just it, right? Before we commit to something, we have to decide what we're committing to. (laughs) That's why I came up with this tagline for this episode and for much of my decision-making teaching and coursework within my school and workshops that I've done. Commitments are decisions waiting to happen. We cannot show up committed until we have decided. Think about it. What is being committed? It's being faithful. It's being dedicated to whatever you have promised yourself. Think about that as a commitment, like a promise you've made to yourself or someone else. This bold promise. And and when we make this bold promise and we step into this commitment, that commitment then calls us to be consistent, right? It's not a commitment unless you're consistent. (laughs) So decisions call us to be committed and consistent. And when we're committed and consistent, we grow in terms of our confidence and competence. And it's just so powerful. When we are committed and consistent in our decision, we give ourselves trust. It is so beautiful. And again, this is what I've been teaching on inside of my Simply Impeccable coaching school this month. Really deciding on purpose, finding strength in your decisions. And oh, like goodness gracious, (laughs) we are always being called to make decisions in our life, right? Like not, not just what to make for dinner, but just like big major decisions. And we have a responsibility to decide. Not, not just what we're cooking for dinner, like I said, but how we want to show up, what we want to believe, what we want to think, what we want to uh, think about certain circumstances, how we want to set boundaries, what we want in the next three to five years of our life. It's so It's so funny because people have told me that they have like decision saturation, decision fatigue. But I know it's not so much the decision fatigue, especially as business owners, like being an entrepreneur, you are just being called to make decisions all day long. Being a parent, you are being called to make decisions all day long. Do I use tough love? Do I use extra love, right? Just deciding. So it's not so much it's decision fatigue, it's indecision fatigue. When we sit in indecision, we also sit in anxiety, 
confusion, the spiral, we have this open loop, this, this box that goes unchecked, <laughs> right? We, who, who likes to have boxes unchecked from your to-do list, right? That, that just kind of keep being tacked on day after day after day and they still go unchecked. It, it takes up so much mental space in our mind. We like to close the loops. It serves us to close the loops. <laughs> but what we like to do is we like to sit in indecision. And indecision lies in bed with procrastination. Like where, where there is indecision, there is likely procrastination because when we feel uncertain or confused or stuck, what action do we take from those feeling places? We like to avoid when we feel uncertain or confused or stuck. We like to spiral. We like to ruminate. Our, our primitive brain feels really, really safe in the uncertain, in the confused, in the stuck. It feels really, really safe when it starts to ruminate and spiral and avoid. <laughs> like, that's how it protects us. <laughs> But listen, sister, there are no positive outcomes in that space of spiraling and ruminating and avoiding and procrastinating. <laughs> we know this. We know this. So making these decisions, making these bold promises to fully commit to the decision, to not change the decision. I use Napoleon Hill's quote about decision making um, often just because it does really speak to the power in decision-making. He speaks about successful people are able to make decisions. Once they have all the facts, they make decisions quickly and they change their decisions rarely, if ever. Unsuccessful people take forever to make a decision. And when they finally make it, they change it often. Right? And again, deciding and gathering some facts is really, really important before we make these decisions, a pro and con list, allowing yourself to feel that space in your heart. That's really, really important. But you, you can see how what we like to do is we like to look outward and we like to seek assurance on our decision. Hey, what do you think about this? Right? And we give away our power. And we do this because we feel like there's some sort of right decision out there but we don't know the future. So much of life is uncertain. So much of life is calling us to decide in the gray, in the uncertain place. So if you can embrace this belief that there are no right or wrong decisions in terms of, you know, this, 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 like, again, godly place that you somehow think that if I make this decision, everything's going to go right. <laughs> like, you don't know. So there is no right or wrong decision in the uncertain. I don't know the ultimate outcome of my many of my decisions, nor will I likely ever know. Or I might not know for 20, 30 years, right? But you just have to decide. So I decided that my children are too young to sacrifice other activities because they are talented enough to go into some competitive programming, like dance or soccer or whatever. I don't want them to be on these elite teams where they're traveling and it's taking up five days a week so that they cannot 
tap into something else that they might be passionate about or might want to explore, okay? I've decided that. It's easy to judge that decision, right? Because we look, our, again, our brain likes to look in all these different directions, right? We like to look to our own path. Well, I was in competitive dance and I turned out okay. Or I was in this competitive thing and or this this kid was in this competitive program and look at how they turned out. They're fine, right? Like, or, or they're, they're so wonderful. Like my kid needs to do that, right? Or we look outward and just in, in, I mean, I guess you could look to the past in terms of that, but we also look outward at other people and it's just easy to judge based on what our world tells us. And then we question ourselves. We question the decision and then we waver. And then we fall back into indecision. <laughs> Again, there is no right or wrong decision because we don't know what the future is going to bring. It's just that I've decided, just like other parents that go all in, they've just decided. But what we don't want to do is decide and then constantly judge the decision or then constantly ask other people, well, do you think I'm making the right decision? Do you think my kids are okay? Do you... If you need to change that decision, you need to change that decision, right? And it, we, we get to change our decisions, but it's a matter of staying consistent enough in that decision. Maybe it's three months, six months, a year, right? It's deciding and then sticking with that decision until it's really, there's this other nudge to make a change, okay? So I've decided this for my children. I've decided the action in terms of the activities that I've enrolled them in. I've also decided the belief. So decisions aren't aren't always just like the physical actions that you are taking. It's the decision in your mind. It's the shift in the belief. It's the shift in the thought place. I have decided that they are going to turn out perfectly fine if they do, aren't doing all the things. When they have time to be bored, when they have time to play outside, when they have time to be present at the dinner table more than once a week. I don't know if they're going to turn out okay, right? This is it. Parenting, marriage, all of life's uncertainty. I don't know if they're going to turn out okay based on this decision, but, and, and I don't know if the decision is the best, right? But I've decided. And when I decided it felt like peace and that's where we know we are making the right decision. This is, this is where that like knowing comes into play, that nudge that the Holy spirit that's guiding us, it feels like peace, like contentment, like such truth when we make some of these decisions, that is where you know, like there's there's a decision in that space, right? One of my clients actually uh, knew her relationship was wrong. And this is, again, so much of, of that knowing, that conscience, that gut feeling is guiding us towards the right decision. But what ends up happening is we avoid it or we like make it bad or we like say, no, that can't be true, right? Because so often the decisions that we are called to make are uncomfortable. They call us to change. They call us to step into new. They call us to step into the gray, to the uncertainty. They call us to move through the yellow light, move through the discomfort that we want to avoid as humans because we don't like discomfort. We don't like new. We don't like change. My client knew she had to leave this, this, this relationship. She kept putting this decision off, putting it off, putting it off, and then things blew up. And this is what happens when we ignore the nudge, when we ignore the true decision, when we ignore the peace in that decision because we judge it or we make it bad or we say like, no, 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 that can't be for me, right? The decision ultimately gets made for us, <laughs> right? It blows up and, and it's not always pretty. 
when that decision gets made for us. And listen, many decisions just do not feel good anyways. Deciding to hold an intervention to send my sister to rehab when she was struggling with addiction didn't feel good, but it was a decision we made and fully stepped into. And when we fully stepped into it, we ultimately saw a beautiful result from it. Like how powerful is that? That is where we grow and and give ourselves so much trust When we take action in our decisions, we confirm the decision. And then we prove to ourselves, we got this, that we're showing up for it. That action, that proof that we've got this builds trust. It builds confidence. It builds hope. It builds our capacity to believe what can be possible when we make decisions, when we move through the gray, when we decide in the uncertain. Decision-making not only allows us to fully commit, but it provides us with this sense that like, I have my own back. And it's so, so good. It's so good, you guys. So I want you to think about what decision have you been putting off or spiraling in? What decisions are you allowing other people to make for you? Because you're reaching for that assurance rather than just giving it to yourself in the uncertain world, in the uncertain circumstances, right? I want you to think about what decisions you've been putting off. I want you to think about what it could look like a year from now, two years from now, three years from now to make this decision or what life could look like if you do not make this decision. And then I want you to move through the yellow light, move through the discomfort, move through the uncertainty and commit to that decision. Okay. So if you are looking to really become this next level firm decision maker, I have so much accountability in not only my one-on-one coaching, but in the Simply Impeccable Coaching School, we are actually moving into intention setting, which is so in line with decision making, commit, committing to yourself, right? It's just so good. So good. So if you are looking to level it up, sister, I have space in terms of one-on-one coaching. There is the enrollment is always open in the Simply Impeccable Coaching School. You can find all of this information on my website, amandadenardo.com. I just am so grateful to you all. I am so thankful for the opportunity to be able to pour life into you and to speak into you. I pray that you find solace in this podcast. I feel I, I just pray that you find peace and I pray that you decide on purpose. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Simply Impeccable podcast. To connect with me or to gain access to my transformative coaching, please visit my website, amandadenardo.com, or you can follow me on Instagram at amandadenardocoach. I cannot wait to connect with you, my friend, and support you on this impeccable and incredible journey.